0: here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for your support. Got a little bit of a a heated, impulsive episode today, but those are the kinds you guys like the most. So I'm excited about sharing it with you. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I want to remind you that on April 6th through April 9th, we are having our four-day free online trading workshop called Ascension. It's going to be an awesome event. The link is in the show notes. You can also head over to www.tier1trading.com and sign up. It's online. Many of us across the world are uh, quarantined or stuck at home, so you've got nothing better to do than really spend a few days figuring out how to gain control of your finances and next time a situation like this happens, be in a better position to succeed. And that kind of rolls into today's topic, and it all starts with a post I saw on the instagram right um by the way follow me on instagram if you don't already i am a pleasure to follow um it's not real trading and and geeky like that i kind of like to show the inner workings of my life um working out my family funny stuff every once in a while hit you with some some trading knowledge as well but if you ever need kind of a a relief from the the day-to-day stresses of like the market or life or your job i'm a good follower i try to bring humor into your life but I follow a lot of people on Instagram, um, mainly those who post kind of motivational quotes and pictures and content like that because I personally use that as something that gets me up for the day, right? I spend a good portion of my day, especially in the beginning, um, just looking through Instagram, trying to find motivational material to get me pumped and inspired for the day. Um, And that's just a habit I've done ever since I was out of college and unemployed just to kind of not be depressed and whatnot, and I found that it's pretty powerful, And I came across one today. This person may get the, they they may not be a follower they may not be followed by me for for long, Um, but it was a post and the title says, you must increase your income. And then below it, it says, canceling Netflix for $10 a month isn't going to help you. Making your own coffee to save $5 isn't going to help you. Income must be increased. Cutting back on basic garbage is fine, but don't pretend you're making progress. Make more money, spend it however you want. And I'll tell you what is garbage. This post, this is the, 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 the most garbage thing I've seen in a while. And it, it's like, it, it's. It, I hate it because there are a, a portion of people out there that believe it. And this is the type of stuff that is, Poisoning people's mind. This is the type of stuff that Jason Graystone and myself have really dedicated a good portion of our life to kind of debunking this thought process in, in hopes of getting people financially literate, uh, getting people to understand money, how it works, wealth creation, how to get on the track to becoming wealthy, um, because many people come to us with this mindset. And I'll break it down from a, a few perspectives. First of all, if you're new to the podcast, you don't really know um, I guess my opinion on wealth creation is that it's pretty simple to become wealthy. Not easy by any means, but pretty simple, right? One, spend less than you earn, right? Spend less than you earn. Just like any type of profitable business, right? They bring in more than they put out, right? Spend less than you earn and then with whatever you have left, invest it in something, right? And I say invest it in something because when you invest money, right, your money now creates money. So it essentially becomes a secondary job, right? Not only do you have your main job, but now your money while you're at your main job making a check, your money's off to the side making a check as well. And that money continues to make money without necessarily you committing any time to it. And although in the beginning for many of you it doesn't really seem like it will create much over time if you're familiar with the the i guess just compounding and stuff like that you can see that as it continues to to work as you continue to add to it each month and grow it and grow it and grow it percentages of return equal bigger monetary um, amounts just basic math right and the best way I, I i'm a big believer in addition by subtraction i'm a big believer in it when it comes to trading right i just put out a video today talking about how i made four trading mistakes this week it was a bad week <laughs> it was a bad week um but i made tr- four trading mistakes this week um two were missed trades two were just uh bad trades i shouldn't have been in and I've, if i just would have reversed that just addition by subtraction if i just would have got rid, uh, rid of the two bad trades i would have had a profitable week right so getting rid of your mistakes is the easiest way to improve and financially it's the same way if you haven't done so already i advise that every single person does this and you do it multiple times a year but you do a latte experiment right and i'm sure there's different names for it but it's the latte experiment is basically where you track your uh, you track your spending habits um for a certain duration of time it could be a a week, it could be a month, it could be a quarter, um, I would say at least a month, that way you get a, a kind of a bigger picture of all the bills and whatnot that, that you're getting hit with, and you go through it at the end of that period, and you ask yourself, what is necessary, what is kind of a, a want but not a need, like, you know, again, Netflix, for example, like, ah, you know, I like Netflix, right, Money Heist and Ozark are coming out soon, so I kind of want it, but it's not a necessity, say like a a mortgage or your your health insurance or something like that. And you track those things and then you start cutting the fat. So you say, okay, what if I eliminated all of the unnecessary expenses? My example, which is infamous and you guys love making fun of me is always the amount of money I used to spend at one point on dark chocolate milky ways gatorades and baby bell cheese because on my way to uh, track practice I happened to pass a store I'd have the munchies I'd go there and I'd spend six dollars on this stuff every single day and, and that added up to like a hundred dollars a month or something like that um it didn't seem like it because it's a small like six bucks every day like what's the big deal but six times five is 30 right before you know it you're over 100 bucks for the month if it becomes a a habit and it could be a you know 100 bucks a month um isn't necessarily a, a massive deal to me in my financial situation but it's money i don't need to spend and for some people that could be the difference between paying your rent and not paying your rent so Going over the unnecessary spending and cutting it out is the best way to save money, right? Now you've eliminated $200 of unnecessary expenses. And essentially what you've done is you've gained gained $200 without working another hour, right? I mean, what's another way to gain more income, right? You work more right? And and there's nothing wrong with doing that if you're kind of in grind mode, right, where you're trying to save a certain amount. I always say, "Hey, if you got to work for a year cleaning toilets like I did, you know, do it and then use that money uh for something." But um you can't carry on with that for the rest of your life. Nor nor should you want to. Uh, trust me. I, I went through a period where I was working three jobs, making 30,000 a year. I was out of college. I um, I own the, the, the duplex that I lived in. So I was living rent free and I was just grinding, stacking money, stacking money, stacking money. And then I just got tired and I'm young. I was young. i was like 21, 22. I shouldn't be getting tired. I just got tired because I was burning myself out for a year. And, and um, I started looking for the future, towards the future. And I said, I can't, I'm not gonna be able to do this forever. Um, nor do I want to, because I wasn't any having, having any fun at life. I was basically, you know, wake up, eat, work, sleep, repeat, right? There was a little bit of school in there as well, master's degree, um, but that was basically my life, no fun. So the best way to earn money is to save money because you're making money without committing any more time and time is everything. You guys got to understand that, right? Um, so run that experiment on your on yourself, but I'm looking at this. Sorry, this is the thing of doing a live podcast. Let me mute that real quick. Um, but I'm looking at this, and I did a poll on Instagram. Let me just bring this up real, real, real quick because I was actually again. I, I know I shouldn't be surprised, guys. I shouldn't be surprised. I, I know what people kind of think, um, and the, it's a little bit better right now. But the first, the, the first poll I ran, right? I asked. Uh, Do you agree with this? Uh, Do you agree that you must increase your income? Blah, 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 I just showed the statement. Um, 59% said no, 41% said yes. So it's a little bit more than uh, 60-40, which is is not bad. I then went on to an explanation, kind of like what I'm doing to you right now, and it turned to 80-20. So we educated a few people, which is great. But here's the problem with this mindset, right? Of chasing the money, right? Make more money and spend it however you want. Here's the deal, right? If you have bad spending habits, if this is the root, the, 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 the core issue, the core flaw that you have, if you have bad spending habits with a little bit of money, what do you think is gonna happen when you make a lot of bit of money? Do you think your bad habits are, are suddenly going to disappear? No, they're going to go with you. You're going to be broke as well, right? For example, look at how many of these professional athletes end up broke. These guys are making millions and millions and millions of dollars and ending up broke. How does that happen if you have good spending habits? It doesn't. You have bad spending habits. You spend whatever you want to spend. You figure you'll make it later, right? It's basically, live living check the check. And eventually that ends. And there was a comment from um, Rodley left a comment on, on the Facebook page. He said, Uh, And this is a great example. I'm proud of him putting himself out there. He said, look, when I made my first hundred K, right? Humble brag right there, letting you guys know I made a hundred K. I like it. I like it, Riley. When I made my first hundred K, I had spent it even before I had it. I'll repeat. When I made my first hundred K, I had spent it, even before I had it. Long story short, I almost lost everything because I had such bad spending habits deep in the core. So basically, he was spending the money before that check ever came in. And so many of us are living that way. So many of us are living check to check, right? Let me ask you guys this question, right? Jason Greystone, right, if, if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to his always free podcast, um, always free newsletter, and make sure you're you're involved with his Tears of Freedom stuff. He's dropping, shoot, better education than what they teach you in college um, or maybe what they should be teaching you in college. But let me ask you guys this. Right, because he talks a lot about cash buffers. Uh, buffers. You want to have a, a cash buffer as it basically your safety net, right? That is your wealth. Wealth is, um, you know, basically how much time can you exist without needing to work and, and get a check? If your job were to fire you right now, and I say bad, I feel bad saying that because we're actually in a situation with this coronavirus deal where a lot of people are getting fired and whatnot. How long can you survive? Think about those monthly expenses, right? Insurance. Mortgage, maybe car payment, kids' tuition, food, water bills, lecture bills, right? How long can you survive? Could you make it a month? Two months? Three months? Right? If you can't make it a month, then guess what? You're living check to check. And that's not saying very good things about your spending habits. And if you have the mindset that I will just work more and I can spend it however I I want, you're going to be behind April because you're working to make up for what you're spending. And what happens if that work just suddenly disappears? Now, let's say you're in a better situation. Let's say you're in a situation where you own your own business, maybe you're a trader, you're, you're seeing good profits and you're saying, okay, I'm just gonna make more money in the markets and I can spend it however I want, right? You're not really gaining wealth. You're what I call running on the treadmill, right? You know what that means? You're running, you're running, you're getting faster and faster, you're doing more work, more work, more work. But are you actually going anywhere? Are you actually going anywhere? And guess what happens on the treadmill? You can't run forever. At some point you are going to get tired. At some point, you are going to get tired of doing whatever it takes to earn that extra money, to earn that extra income. And your spending habits are going to be the same, right? So you're going to get tired. That treadmill is going to keep rolling. And guess what's going to happen? Boom! You're going to fall off. It's the same thing financially. It's the same thing. And it's a shame because we're looking at businesses right now. I've had so many conversations with with people, with businesses who are are, are laying off people, businesses are closing down and it's like, why? We've been in a crisis for what? I think at at the most, speaking for here in the States, at least a month, February? You're gonna tell me your business can't survive a month with less income or no income to the, the point you have to lay people off? How strong is your business? What type of business practices are you operating? Now, again, I know everyone's in a different situation, and I'm not going to pretend like I know how it is in in every business, but I would think any strong business, I would think you look at your Apples and your Microsofts and your your Walmarts and and, and look at your best businesses out there, are they going to fold up after a month? No. 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 Because they're practicing good spending habits in the background, they're practicing good spending habits, and they're keeping more of the money that they make. They're investing it, they're saving it, they're creating a cash buffer, a, a doomsday fund, or it's making money for them. And it's just incredible. It's incredible. This I, again, just, I'm so pissed off at this at this at this uh, this thing because people are reading this, and, and you can see again, 40 percent of the people initially agreed with it, said yeah. Yeah, just make more money. And that is the mindset that we're being taught, right? Just work more. Spend it on wherever you want. Work more, spend it all. Load that credit card up. It's free money. Take out a loan. It's free money. And that's one of the biggest reasons. It's one of the biggest reasons we're in the situation we are now. Even at the highest level, if you, if you take a look at the, 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 the U.S. government, right? Now... The U.S. government is in a, in, I would say they're in a little bit of a a different situation, right? Especially here in the U.S. Because I would like to say us here in the U.S., we have the we, we have the luxury of being able to cheat. But you look at the U.S. government and like right, 20 plus trillion dollars of debt that we have. And they're always increasing tax revenues and stuff like that. To, and, and that's their way of bringing in income, essentially. They're, they're increasing how they bring in income. But... At the same time, they're spending at a higher rate each and every year, right? Not to, not to mention the fact they they've got outstanding bills of, of of amazing amounts of interest that they've got to pay back as well, right? They're behind the eight ball forever. Now, again, they they can you know we can cheat, um, but if you look at at look at it as an individual, you're screwed. You are screwed. So. I don't want to, you know, I, I do want to change your mind. I, I, I take the back. Say, I don't want to change your mind. I want you guys to be open and, and, and blah, 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 blah. But this is one where there is, there is directly a wrong or right way of thinking. And if you're thinking that the key to wealth creation, right, time and money, right, if you think the key to wealth creation is just working harder and, and keeping bad spending habits, you're screwed. You are screwed. You need to change it right now. You need to do a, a deep look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, do I really want to be wealthy or just do I want to be rich? Or if you even know the difference between the two. Because it's killing us out there. It's killing us at a small level, a micro level. It's killing us at a macro level. And it's just, its I don't want to say it's shameful because you don't know what you don't know. And again, I go back to the poll I ran, I went from 60, 40 to 80, 20. Um, because some people are hearing this for the first time and I bet you guys on the podcast, some of you guys are hearing this for the first time as well. So I don't want to fault you necessarily because they don't really teach us this type of stuff. They kind of teach us the opposite. just spend money and and work more. Um, but if you're someone that knows the difference, if you understand and you're still making the decision, to just recklessly spend money, you're done. You're done.